I don't give a damn, except that I get bored sometimes when people tell me to act my age. Sometimes I act a lot older than I am. I really do. But people never notice it. People never notice anything. J.D. Salinger, Catcher in the Rye. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee S's. For our final plot trope this month, we're going to cover the plot trope of coming of age. This particular plot trope rides the line between trope and genre very closely because a lot of people will say, I'm writing a coming of age story in the same way Lee might say, I'm writing a fantasy story. The definition of a coming of age story is personal growth and change. Those are the two things that are vital in this genre, which relies on emotional responses rather than action. You do see this coming-of-age type story happen in a wide variety of genres, but that inner story gets a lot more weight than that external struggle that a hero's journey story might tell. You can have this in a setting of fantasy or sci-fi. But the larger category is going to be something like young adults, drama, slice of life. It's also especially popular lately in the LGBT collections. And in going over the collection of stories that are defined as coming of age, I found a lot in the horror genre for some reason. Some very common examples include Little Women and of Green Gables, little later on, you had The Outsiders and Joy Luck Club. These are a lot of stories that highlight that generation gap. Within the LGBT category, you have They Both Die at the End and Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. Perks of Being a Wallflower is another popular one, as well as Dear Evan Hansen and Fiddler on the Roof are musicals. And of course, Harry Potter is a series of coming to age where the main character is growing, developing, becoming who they are, but within the setting of a fantasy. And in the horror category, a lot of Stephen King, it's Carrie, The Body, Stand By Me, as well as I think Stranger Things can kind of be nudged into that category as well. You can also have things like Mean Girls, your standard drama, dramedy type stories. A collection of subtropes that you might consider investing in for your coming-of-age story, one of which is understanding a rite of passage. This is often a particular scene in your coming-of-age story. They get their driver license. They go on summer camp with the older kids. Another example of a rite of passage would be something a little more cultural, like a quinceanera. And kind of going along with that, a lot of the times that main character begins to question those traditions. They begin to question their parents about what is the purpose of all of this because they're experiencing a bunch of new things. When they start to question, they start to question a lot. Another facet of this that is very popular lately is that discovery of sexuality, that beginning of the loss of innocence that comes with love. A lot of those internal emotions become external as the main character discovers they're attracted to this or that type of person. And that's why this trope 
lends itself really well to LGBT stories because it is that discovery of self and what they actually like and want out of their lives. Another common trend you'll see in a lot of these stories are the orphan or the adopted one who doesn't fit in. No matter where he is, Harry Potter does not fit in. When he's at home, he doesn't fit in because his aunt and uncle know that he's magical and they don't like that. They don't want him to be magical. When he goes into the world that he should be in, he feels out of place because he is famous. So he has this sense of never quite belonging. And part of the coming of age story for him is finding that family and finding that belonging. And she briefly mentioned earlier the loss of innocence, where they're starting to realize the world that they knew is not how they knew it. This often comes along with a tragedy at a young age or some kind of tipping point, some kind of event that sends them down this path of discovering something about themselves. And another common trope to play in with this is the mental health of the main characters as they're growing. But as they discover more about what they are, they're discovering more about who they are. As we've done all month, we do have a couple of research topics for you to go find from tvtropes.com. One of their subtropes that they mention is growing up sucks. These stories aren't going to be particularly happy all the time because, yes, growing up does suck. You can play that into a comedy sort of thing and end up with the next thing they suggest, which is the dramedy. The dramedy has a lot of similarities in how you tell the story. So if you're looking for another recipe to lean on for your story structure, that's a place to look. Another thing they recommend is the dark and troubled past which is often the origin story for someone fascinating. Having that dark and troubled past as your story can make that coming-of-age transition a lot easier to write. They also suggest having a late bloomer trope, which is where the character is, or at least feels, that they are behind everybody around them. They're behind all of their peers in developing. And the last one that they mention is the trying to stand out by fitting in. Almost every story that involves a character in high school has this trope. The one that comes to mind here is Mean Girls, where she's trying to stand out by becoming part of the popular group. So how do I write a coming-of-age story? The first thing to consider is that these stories usually happen over a long period of time. So you'll have a lot of time gaps within the story where life just kind of goes on as normal and you're only highlighting maybe one or two months apart of specific major events that change them, that develop that main character. Another necessary facet of writing a coming-of-age story would be making sure you have multiple rites of passage and they're all relatable. It's very common for the older generation to read these coming-of-age stories, and they've experienced what it felt like to go through your first driver's test. These moments that everyone experiences throughout their lives, but everyone experiences in their own way, these are the tools that you will use as an author to make sure your readers are connecting with your characters. 
You also need to keep in mind that the main characters, unlike in a lot of fantasy-type genres, especially in YA, a main character in a coming-of-age story isn't special in any way that we're not all special. They're not going to be the chosen one. They're not going to be not like other girls. They are supposed to be relatable. Now, you do have exceptions. For example, Harry Potter, he was the chosen one. But there was a lot about him still that was very relatable in how he was developing. The last trend that I noticed amongst a bunch of these types of coming-of-age stories is almost all of them have some kind of place of refuge. The Secret Garden, they literally had a secret garden. As the rest of the world is in turmoil, this place of refuge is something that is very important to the character. And that helps you tell the story. Now, there are things you want to avoid, such as the this, then this, then this happened, without any cohesion that keeps the audience reading. Like I mentioned, you're going to have some gaps in time, but you still need to keep the flow. You need to make it seamless in how that timeline progresses. So in the case of the LGBT style of story, you can have your inciting incident be the character realizes they're attracted to the same gender for the first time. And then the finale is them coming out to their parents, them making it public. Obviously, this is not going to happen overnight. There will be a series of events that lead them to making this choice and trusting their parents. But we need to see it as a growth progression, not a stepladder that they're climbing up. Also keep in mind that these stories are most often interesting because they're realistic and relatable. Now again, you can place this within a fantasy setting or a sci-fi setting. That's not the unrelatable thing we're talking about. We're talking about emotionally unrelatable and unrealistic. And finally, don't tell a story that isn't yours to tell. This is particularly important for when you're writing for a cultural group or the LGBT point of view, because unless you get a good set of sensitivity readers, it's very easy to mess up the progression of how this story should go. In the case of LGBT, if you're dealing with a coming out story, there are a lot of things that can go wrong in that process. And if you tell it wrong, you're going to hurt the people who are experiencing those things, who want to relate to that story. Yes, include these types of characters in your story. Please do. Representation definitely matters. But you have your own story to tell. You went through your own rites of passage, your own struggles as you grew up. There is enough fertile ground in your own experience Write that story. Tell that story. Write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>